Every business has 10 problems at any given time that need to be solved. And the way we solve our problems is by asking questions and getting answers that help us to get to the next step, to get into action and try things. Because we can't just solve problems in thought, we need to actually take action. And to help you get into action, to help you feel confident and provide clarity so you know what to do next, I am hosting two free, completely free, live Ask Me Anything sessions on May 21st and May 22nd. They are divided by pre-launch. If you haven't launched yet, I'll take questions about that. And then post-launch, if you have a business and you're ready to grow it, or maybe you have questions about whether you checked all the boxes correctly, I'll focus on those questions. And to register totally free, you go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash AMA 2024. Get yourself registered. You can come to one or both of them. And it's a way for you to get to know me and my expertise after working with hundreds of packaged food brands and helping them launch and scale to 100K and beyond, this is a great way for you to come and ask that burning question so you get an answer and can move forward and get more success more quickly. When we get into motion and action, we see success and we get momentum. So come join me, get yourself registered, The link is also below in the description. See you there. Welcome to Your Food Business Success. This podcast is for early stage entrepreneurs in the packaged food industry ready to finally turn that delicious idea into reality. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. I have guided hundreds of food brand founders to success as an industry expert and business coach. And it's gotta be fun. In this podcast, I share with you mindset tools to become a true entrepreneur and run your business like a boss. Interviews with industry experts to help you understand the business you are actually in and food founder journeys so you can learn what worked and didn't work and not feel so alone in your own journey. Now let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and welcome to November. Here we are, (laughs) two months left in the year. What is happening? Oh my gosh, I feel like it was just January. (laughs) And here we are. Last Monday, we had a bonus fuel call, and it was a mindset call. And we got talking about feedback. Uh, Someone was asking some questions about their logo, and we were talking about packaging. And I see people talking about, you know, I hear people asking me about how to ask for feedback, usually around their logo, their packaging, or their actual product, you know, the taste, the look of it, the price, that kind of thing. In fact, I just did that for a few members. She sent me product and a survey link and filled that out. And that can be really important. But once the product is launched, once the business is live, There's a different kind of feedback that I would say most, if not all, but most entrepreneurs 
really avoid this. We kind of stop asking for feedback because we're kind of afraid of having to change or we're afraid of the answer. And we're already doing hard things. We're doing uncomfortable things. And so it makes sense. You're like, I'm just getting it out there. I don't know that I really want anybody's feedback. But when we get the right kind of feedback, this is what helps us to grow. This is what helps us to speed things up, to get better faster. And I realized that I have also been avoiding it. I've been reading, well, actually listening to uh, Adam Grant's latest book called Hidden Potential. Highly recommend it. He's been on some podcasts recently as well, and you can hear him talking about a lot of the concepts in the book. Uh, But he talks about three character skills that really unleash hidden potential. And I heard him talking about this on a podcast, and he's like, oh, and you can go and get this quiz and see which of these skills you're the best at and which one you need, you could improve on. And so I went, and you can go take the quiz too. It's at adamgrant.net, and it's the hidden potential quiz. And in the book, when he was talking about the three, which are imperfectionists, And this skill knows when to aim for the best and when to be satisfied with good enough. Discomfort seekers refuse to let feelings of awkwardness, insecurity, and embarrassment stand in the way of growth. And then sponges absorb useful information and filter out less relevant perspectives. So in the book and the podcast I listened to, I was getting really cringy about the whole sea sponge thing, about asking for feedback and hearing, you know, potential criticism. And I leaned into that. I was like, huh, I wonder what's going on there. <laughs> like, it made me realize, yeah, I probably don't do that. In fact, I may actively avoid that. And so I took the quiz and sure enough, uh, I was strongest, my strongest character skill is lies in being an imperfectionist, which I do like to say I'm a recovering perfectionist. Um, I have gotten so much better at that as a recovering perfectionist of just putting myself out there. And my least uh, developed skill is um, becoming a sponge. And it says, for example, you might pick a task and ask several people how you can improve. Then filter the information you receive based on their expertise. Are they credible in their domain? Familiarity, do they know you well enough and care? Do they want what's best for you? And I read that and I was like, dang it. (laughs) Of course. All right. What's going on here? I wanted to kind of, you know, explore this a little bit more because... Ironically, uh, developing the, you know, having the skill of imperfectionism, uh, that I do a lot of stuff. I just put a lot of stuff out there, but I also don't really want any feedback. <laughs> Interesting. And that means that sometimes links are wrong in my emails, and sometimes there's typos, and sometimes 
the email, you know, isn't the right one or <laughs> like things go wrong. There's a lot to managing an online digital business. Honestly, there's so many things that could go wrong. And I'm just like, okay, we're just moving ahead and we'll fix it if we need to fix it. Um, but I also don't really want to hear your feedback about it <laughs> for better or for worse. And so as we, as I was investigating this for myself and thinking, okay, how could I lean into this? Because I'm also really good. I have been practicing a lot, especially this year about leaning into discomfort. Uh, and I do find leaning into physical discomfort is a great way to help you build mental discomfort. And I, in the last you know year and a half, I've jumped out of an airplane, I've walked on fire, and now I have done a cold plunge. We recently did a cold plunge with a group of Master Your Business students, which was so fun. And I regularly take cold showers, and I've been leaning more into grit physically, and that has all helped me to uh, increase my ability to be uncomfortable. So I am willing to be uncomfortable, and it is very uncomfortable for me to ask for feedback. But as I read more in the book, he explained that uh, it makes sense that we're afraid to ask for feedback, and not all feedback is helpful. Oftentimes when we say, can I get feedback, what happens is we have cheerleaders or we have critics, and neither one is very helpful. You send them your logo or you send an email uh, and everyone's just like, oh, it's so great. I love it. You say, hey, can I get feedback on my website? And they're like, it's amazing. Not super helpful, right? It doesn't help you improve. And then the flip side of that is all the critics. And a lot of times this is what we're most afraid of, right? I'm going to put up that reel and somebody's going to question it or be critical, or I'm going to send that email, right? We're all, we're so afraid of that critic. And those do happen, you know, when you get your first or second hater, it doesn't feel great, but you can also kind of lean into as an entrepreneur, when you get those haters, that means you're actually doing something right, because not everybody should love what you do. Not everybody should love it, you know, and critics actually show that you are making a bigger impact because you're reaching more people. And you're saying something that is inspiring, quote unquote, hatred <laughs> or critique. And which also means that there are people who are loving it as well. And so that kind of feedback isn't really all that helpful. And I think that's what a lot of us do, because we're afraid of what people are going to say. Like I said, at the beginning, we're afraid that we might actually have to make changes if we actually got good feedback. So cheerleaders just make us feel good about ourselves. And we have to question like, am I only looking for somebody to just be a yes person and be like, it's amazing, you know, maybe just acknowledging that that's what I need right now. I just need some shoring up and confidence building. But if we really want to get better, we actually need to ask for something for feedback a little bit differently. And what we actually really need, Adam Grant says, is coaching. And we need coaches who are going to, you know, not tear us down with criticism and 
attack us personally, but we actually want people to coach us up to say, you know, here's what's great or here's and here's the things I would change. And, you know, I like to think I'm an excellent coach most of the time. I'm sure I can always get better. But I try to offer people that feedback. Now, sometimes people are not ready for it. And I oftentimes I try to ask for permission. Like, do you want feedback on your website? Do you want feedback on this email? And usually people say yes, but sometimes I question, like, are they just placating me? And I really want you to be like, yes, I want this kind of coaching. I want this kind of helpful feedback to get better. Um, But he actually says, you know, if you don't have a coach or if you're trying to get the best kind of feedback, the, the best thing to do is actually ask for advice. So not just say, hey, can I get feedback? Ask for advice and be specific. How could I improve this email? How could I improve my about us copy? How could I improve, you know, this product or this packaging? Another way to do it, and I really like this one, is asking for scores. So decide ahead of time. You know, when you're putting a product out there, especially if you're doing uh, pre-printed packaging, that really needs to be a 9.5, right, out of 10, versus a post on social media that really only needs to be like a 6, Six out of 10. So first of all, decide, you know, what is that number that you need to get to before you're going to publish or go to print or something like that. But ask other people for scores and ask them for one thing that you can improve upon. So if you're having somebody look at your website, maybe you're like, it needs to be an eight before I hit publish and make this live into the world and ask people for their score. What's, what would you score this? One through 10. You can let them know I'm going for an eight. And then depending on their answer, most people will never give you a 10. Uh, let's say you're coming back with sixes and sevens, asking them for what is one thing that would help make this an eight or a 10, right? That can be way more useful than just saying, can you give me some feedback on my website? You can tell like that just isn't super helpful. You're going to get critics or cheerleaders. And then the last thing when we're thinking about getting feedback is that he talks about this in the framework of being a sea sponge or a sponge and that sea sponges don't, they, they absorb, right? They take in a lot, take in feedback, take in advice, take in comments, It's really important that you filter the feedback and the comments through what uh, I got back in my quiz results where they say, filter it based on their expertise. Are they credible in this given area? The familiarity with you and what you are going after, who you are as a person, what your goals are, those kind of things, and care. Do they want what's best for you? And I think that's a really important piece to remember because when we are showing a bunch of people our logo or asking for feedback on our website, are we actually getting feedback from people who are our target customer? (laughs) If your grandma is not your target customer, we have to take her feedback 
what she says with a grain of salt, right? We have to measure it out and decide, does, does that matter to me and what I'm trying to accomplish? So context really matters. And a lot of it, we do this a lot with our product and our logo and things like that. But as you continue on with your business, as you really step into entrepreneurship, I want to really encourage you to ask those questions framed in that way. What what advice would you give me? How could I improve? What's one thing? Ask for scores and get specific feedback, you know, really ask for something measurable, something that will really actually help you. All of this is leading up to I decided to put together a survey, never done this before, never ask for feedback in this way. And I'm trying to really frame it around what they are suggesting, right? Around asking for scores, asking for advice. I want to learn what I can do to help you better. Like what kind of topics do you want to hear about on the podcast? What do you want to learn more about? Where are you struggling? If you're a member in Fuel, how can I show up better? How can I serve you more? I've always, frankly, been pretty terrified of the critique and the criticisms because, like I said, I'm willing to be uh, an imperfectionist, but I kind of don't want to hear about it. But now I do. I'm inviting it. I'm welcoming it. And I would really love for you to take a minute and fill this survey out. And to do that, you go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash survey. And as a thank you, I am giving out a fuel box, uh, a fuel gift box that we're doing this holiday season and a $100 visa card, right? a gift card, uh, because I want to make it worth your while. I want to say thank you. And I'll probably do some other smaller prizes in there as well, because I love doing giveaways and being generous. And it is going to take a couple of minutes, but it is going to help me become so much better. So I'm willing to be uncomfortable. And I'm also going to be framing it through filters, right? If you are a Fuel member and we are working together in Fuel or we're one-on-one relationship coaching or you're in Master Your Business, I'm going to take that feedback even, I'm going to weigh that more. And of course, I want to hear from you even if you're not because I want to learn how I can serve you better on the podcast and the YouTube channel and my emails and the workshops and things that I do, but I am, I am committed ahead of time to saying, I'm not going to make it mean anything about me personally. This is about growth. This is about improvement and tapping more into my potential to serve you. And I also want to encourage you to do the same in your business. If you already have a business launched, could you start asking some of these questions instead of just getting in your comfort zone, right? It's just easy to kind of just do the status quo, but consider if you're in fuel, come and ask me, ask those questions of me. I am your coach and ask those questions of others, right? Hey, could you look at my about us copy or could you look at my homepage? Could you look at this email series and let me know exactly where you're getting lost or um, what's confusing, what you don't like about it. Can you give me a score? Be willing to hear 
what other people are thinking. This could be the key to you getting light years ahead of where you are now, making things so much easier if you get out of your own way and let others share with you what is going to work even better. This could change everything. And I'm willing to do it and I wanna challenge you to be open to doing it for yourself as well. Please take five minutes and go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash survey. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. I really appreciate your constructive advice and scoring and feedback. This means so much to me. All right, until next time, have an amazing week. The smartest thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to invest in a who to help you with the how to speed up your journey and help you skip the line. When you are ready for more support and accountability to finally get this thing done, you can work with me in two ways. Get me all to yourself with one-on-one business coaching or join Food Business Success, which includes membership inside Fuel, our community of food business founders that includes monthly live group coaching calls, and so much more. It's one of my favorite places to hang out, and I would love to see you there. Go to foodbizsuccess.com to start your journey towards your own food business success.